Hello, and welcome to another episode of Capsule Arcs Podcast. Today, I will be your host, Dr. Jovan Lazo. And today is a day for celebration. Today is a day I just want to say congrats to all the new PGY1s, um, all the ones that have finished their, their PGY1 residency, all the ones that are going into their PGY2 residency, and all the ones that are graduating and, and completing their PGY2 residency as well, because this is that time for that transition. So I want to say congrats to you all. I know it was a tough, challenging year. You probably never thought you would make it through it because I was in the same boat, but you did it. You're here. You accomplished it. Whether you're going into the residency or you're completing it, congratulations to you. It's an incredible accomplishment. Please cherish it. Super happy for all of y'all. I try to um, get into everybody's messages and and comments. I saw all the awesome photos, and I was trying to just give everybody as much love and appreciation because, trust me, guys, it's it's an amazing accomplishment. Whether you're going in or you're completing it, either way, it's amazing. So congrats to you. Uh, we're super happy for you. So I just want to make sure I get that out of the way. Today's episode will be focused on um, basically the five things that I believe you should focus on right now in that orientation period at your residency. But before I get into that, I do want to make a, an announcement first. So the merch, we have not released the date yet, but merch will be dropping in July. So that's about a week away. Um, we're aiming for July 4th. So probably July 4th, we'll launch the, the merch website where you can go ahead and get some of the CapsRx podcast gear. Uh, if you're you know, if you listen to the podcast and you feel like it's brought you value, we've helped you anyway. If you're somebody that maybe I helped through the services, you know, support the brand. Okay. Get you a shirt. If it fits great, I will admit that the slim fit um, comfort tee is a little bit tight. So I recommend getting a larger size. So usually I wear a large, but with that, I got an extra large. If you're getting one of the just the, the non slim fit tees, just get your typical size and it should fit you well. But uh, we have multiple different colors coming out. And I'm super excited to share it with you all. And stay tuned. Stay tuned. So when we drop the merch, we'll probably do a big celebration uh, because of it. So there'll probably be a big discount, a big sale. So if you're interested in supporting our brand, if we helped you in any way, I ask that you please support the brand by purchasing some merch um, so that we can keep doing what we do and even elevate some of the content that we want to do. Because um, Carmen and I have a lot of great ideas that we would like to execute. So Thank you guys for, for always being active listeners, for always supporting us, for taking the information that we provide y'all and executing it, because that's what the most important thing is. So now that we got the congratulations out of the way, now that we got the merch out of the way, the services, we're still here for y'all, okay? If you need help, go to tinyurl.com slash services. If you need any help with the NAPLEX, uh, the MPJE, if you need any help with residency interviews or mock interviews, if you need help with letter intents, different things like that. If you just need somebody to to run some ideas by, just feel free. Sign up or just message me directly. We can go ahead and have a conversation and we'll try to help you guys the best that we can. And we've had some people recently do that. Just shoot us some messages. Hey, don't worry about nothing. I'm here to help. Don't worry about money. Don't worry about nothing. Let's Let's just try our best to help you and then we can figure stuff out later on. Now, Let's get into today's episode. So five things that you should do right now during orientation. Number one, residency bonding. That is such an underrated and valuable trait to the residency that you must 
know your residents. You must bond with them. You have to have a good rapport with them because if you don't, it becomes a competition rather than a friendship building with your co-residents and you don't have that person to lean on. It's one thing to go to your RPD. It's one thing to go to your preceptors, but there's certain things you may not want to express to them. And then if you have some great quality residents, co-residents that you can um, have honest and transparent conversations with and kind of vent with and whatnot, that really, really will help your residency experience. I know it helped mine. I know it helped some of my friends as well, because nobody knows what you're truly going through except for the co-residents that you have. Uh, because another resident could have different preceptors. Another resident could have a different program or different rotations. Uh, your family doesn't know what you're going through because you might be the first person to be a pharmacist or the first person to go through a res re uh, residency type of program. So I think the most important thing to do is to start off with some residency bonding, figure out an activity like an escape room, game night. Those are some of the things that we did um, with my residency class. Uh, so try to get some activities going and create a great bond. And you never know how that relationship can turn out because like, I've been fortunate enough with um, one of my co-residents where it's like I spent Thanksgiving with them and I've even spent um, Easter Sunday with them, you know, being invited to spend time with their family. So you really don't know how great these friendships can become. And so I highly recommend you start bonding with your residents right away because the most free time you'll have is probably during orientation. So you want to make sure you execute that. Number two, complete the licensure exams as quick as possible. If you can, if you feel ready, move up the date. I know it's $50, but move that date up, get it, pass it, start practicing as a pharmacist so you can get the ball rolling so you can spend more of your orientation focused on other things. So prepare for the NAPLEX, study for the NAPLEX, prepare for the MPJE, study for the MPJE, try to take it as early as possible so you have more free time during the orientation to work on other things. Number three. Actually... Yeah, number three. This one might be controversial. This one may not be a, a, a take that Capsule RX podcast has, but this is more like me. This is just Joven. This is my opinion. It's hard to do everything in residency. It's hard to be the best one or a top person at networking. It's hard to be um, the most clinically sound, and it's hard to do both. So I recommend picking one because through network, you're going to learn regardless during your residency. But if you want to be the smartest and pick up on everything and just spend hours there just learning, 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 that is great. I'm not saying don't do that. But you have to understand not only does there's another component to the business side of pharmacy besides education, and that's the network that you have. And so it's also valuable to build your network because talking to some residents that I know, sometimes they go into thinking, oh, this is what I want to do. But then throughout the year, they realize, you know what, maybe I don't want this career path. And maybe I want to go into industry. Well, did you build any rapport with any of those drug reps that have come through the hospital? Any of those medical science liaisons that came through the hospital? Did you network with them? Exchange contact info? Maybe you can pivot into that career by building those relationships starting during your residency. So that's something that I believe is valuable to kind of decide or think heavily about, hey, do I really want to be great at networking? Do I want to build those skills and network with everybody that kind of comes through the hospital? Or do I want to be the most clinically sound, know absolutely everything about everything? Um, because that's like what I want to do. I want to be a clinical pharmacist. I want to be in this specific role. I want to be an oncologist, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is, and just absorb all that knowledge, right? So decide one. I think it's kind of tough to do both, but I would say decide one. Next, so number four would be to 
start your research in MUE projects, whatever other presentations you have to do as early as possible. Because that's one of the reasons why I want you to complete the NAPLEX MPJE, because you get that done early and you have this extra free time during orientation, you can start those projects and really get the ball rolling. So that way um, you can start the data collection a little bit early. Maybe you're done pretty early for mid-year or whatever the case may be. You don't want to cram your research or your MUE or any other projects you might have last minute. So being able to start early will be a big benefit throughout the year for you. And then my tip number five, the, num the fifth thing that you need to do, and this one might be the most important one, is develop a schedule. So the schedule can change. I know I kind of varied and played around. It took a while, but it took me probably until November to realize the best schedule for me. So I played around my schedule a little bit. And what I mean by schedule is what time you wake up, what time you go to bed, if you want to work out, when are you working out, and everything like that. So I personally love to work out in the morning. But I realized residency would just make me so drained and so tired that if I worked out in the morning and I did residency, when I got home, I just didn't work on projects. So I had to play around with my schedule a little bit different. I realized, okay, if I wake up early in the morning, I know this sounds crazy, but I would wake up like 3 or 4 a.m., shower, get ready, go straight to the hospital. Now, before my residency started at seven, I could get in probably two to three hours of work on my research project, my MUE, whatever the case may be, do that, do all the work that I have to do for residency, take my pre-workout, have a little bit of energy to work out, and then right after I work out, I can eat and just knock out because I already did all my work for, for the day. I did it earlier. And if there's any free time during the residency, during my, my work hours, I can work on more projects to keep staying ahead. And so that was something that it took me probably until November, uh, but I wish <laughs> I would have developed that schedule earlier in June because it would have made the first half of my residency a lot, lot smoother and a lot easier. So develop your schedule and think about the things you want to do. Another thing I did, um, which was a great tip that I received from a previous resident at my site was give yourself one day off. So you know, you have your five days and you probably have a staffing day, maybe. So maybe you work five or six days a week, whatever the case may be. But I would give myself one day away from pharmacy. So typically for me, it was like a Saturday or a Sunday. But take one day off so that way you're able to focus on self-care, focus on um, maybe talking to your family. If you have, you know, a wife or someone you're dating, some if you have children, spend time with them. Maybe that's a day that you spend time with your family. Maybe that's a day that um, you spend time with your friends that you haven't talked to in a while. You spend some time with your parents. So I would say try to dedicate one day, no pharmacy work. Or if you're going to do pharmacy work, limit it to like an hour or two hours. Like maybe first thing in the morning, you do like two hours of work on some projects or whatever the case you have to do a presentation and then get back to it. And then that other day off, let's say it's five days, you have to work Monday through Friday, you have Saturday and Sunday off, pick one of those days, you're just going to be completely off. And that other day is a typical work day. So you'd wake up, if it's 3, 4am, you wake up at that time, you go ahead, you get to work on your projects. And then you have so much done because you treated that day like a full work day, that the that during the week, you're not stressing, you're always a little bit ahead, which it's tough to be. Because it's tough to be that consistent, but I would say to start thinking about the schedule you want, start practicing it during that orientation period. Can you wake up at 3 or 4 a.m.? Will that help you sleep better? Or is it better for you to wake up right before residency? You go there, and then after you leave, you're able to maybe take some pre-workout. You do a light workout. Maybe that gives you some more energy, gets that blood flowing, and then you're able to tackle your projects because you work better at night. Whatever the routine is for you, 
You got to pick it and decide. But those are my five things that I highly recommend you focus on right now if you're a resident in orientation. So once again, do some bonding with your co-residents. Get those those licensure exams completed as fast as possible. NAPLEX, MBJE. Move up the, the scheduled date if you can. Network or learn. Make a choice on that or do both if you feel like you're capable of it. Four, start to... Start to work on your research and MUE projects as early as possible. And five, develop that schedule that you can be consistent with throughout the year. So that way, no matter what changes, no matter what rotation you're on, that no matter what time off you have, you stick to this schedule and you never get out of it. So that way it makes your residency, your residency year so much easier. So that's it, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all the love and support. Once again, merch will be dropping in July, coming out soon. Uh, you know, super thankful for all the opportunities that we've been having lately and can't wait for our podcast to continue to grow and expand. And if you have any questions on this, you need to get in touch with me, any insight, go ahead and, and comment, you know, like our content, comment, message me, um, and I'll definitely get back to you. And if you haven't yet, we're on Instagram, TikTok. So please go follow us on Instagram and TikTok, like our content, share it um, at new underscore capsule RX podcast. And same thing with YouTube. Shout out to all the new subscribers and followers on YouTube. Um, and also on a TikTok, we've been growing on there too. So we greatly appreciate it. So definitely go on there on YouTube as well at new underscore caps RX podcast, like our content. There's some stuff that I'm only posting on YouTube that I haven't posted on other platforms. So I highly recommend you go check it out. And if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, from now on, my goal is to start shooting videos. So if you like to see the visual, like to see the facial expressions and, and whatnot, uh, definitely go ahead and check it on YouTube because I'm going to be including that more often. All right. Thank you guys. Have a great day.